Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me some podcasts such as... Fresh Lair with Gary Gygax. Serial, The Breakfast Cast. The Broth Podcast, where actors dramatically read soup recipes. This American Nightlife. Freakazoidonomics. WTJ. Stuff you should know better than to put in your mouth. Pup Culture Happy Hour, the podcast where we talk about what puppies look like. <laughs> Today, right, it's get animated. Ten, Ten great, great episodes, episodes of, of The, the Simpsons, Simpsons after Maud Flanders dies. Good day. I'm Mackenzie Worrell on Writers Get Animated. And I'm Chris Leva, and today we have a very special guest. Since we're talking about The Simpsons today, we have our resident Simpsons expert, Dr. Rochelle Riggs Leva here. Hello. Dr. Leva, what makes you so qualified to talk about The Simpsons? I watch it a lot. Oh, 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 my. Well, there we are. Welcome to the program, Dr. Leva. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're the, our, our first guest on the podcast, which is why things are slightly awkward starting in our talk about. Really, really, it's an Simpsons. honor. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> just feel, just feel comfortable. Okay. All right. I'll stop making noises. Um, so The Simpsons, we've kind of talked about them lately before. Um, in our cliffhangers episode. In our cliffhangers and crossovers and I'm sure other times. I think we talked about, about Simpsorama. Yeah, that's yeah. about all okay. we've talked about, really. Uh, obviously, we love The Simpsons. Um, I grew up with The Simpsons. I think I've seen every episode of The Simpsons. I took a break for a couple of years, but then I watched like the three years that I missed, like all in one binge weekend. Yeah. I've seen every episode except for some of the more recent ones in 27. So the current season, I'm behind. Mm. But we've watched all of the other ones at least once. Some of them. Much more. <laughs> yeah, season, Much more. Yes. Yeah, the, Simpsons the, World was kind of a uh, a dark place for me. It's a pit. It just you get to Simpsons World and you just live there for a while. Yeah. I've never been uh, with the Simpsons. I've never been brave enough to click on random to Ooh. just let it pick. Sometimes Ooh. when I'm in the mood for something, I want to watch that one specific episode. Yeah. And, and then afterward, right the next it. one specific episode. And after that, the next one specific episode. Correct. We're going to watch it on random tonight. Oh, no, I don't want to watch it on random. Nope. Challenge accepted. Nope. All right, we'll watch it on random. <laughs> so we want to talk today about, I mean, many people say the Simpsons are like past their prime. I'm using air quotes again on our podcast. I know I need to stop doing this, but... People say the Simpsons are past their prime. There's Troy McClure. Uh, <laughs> past their prime. Past their prime. Are the Simpsons past their prime? Yes, yes they, they are. are. Or are they? Or are they? <laughs> the story tonight at 10, 9 central. Yeah, I can't do a Kent Brockman otherwise. I, would... I can't. We could do a comic book guy. A worst season ever. Was kind of like wow, a that was a really bad I told episode. you, I don't do impressions. <laughs> We're going to be doing some really awful Simpsons character impressions. And by we, Chris means he and I. I think Rochelle's um, going to be doing some pretty awesome ones. <laughs> I think she's good at Ralph. Yeah. Um, but there are there's so much good of The Simpsons 
not even the last half of the series now, the last two thirds of the series, a lot of people stopped watching um, at or before the point when Mod Flanders dies in season 11. That's pretty much is, the midpoint of season 11, episode 14. Mm-hmm. And that's the first real major character death they had. That was a big deal. Yes. I mean, yeah. Mr. Burns didn't really die. So after that, Mod Flanders. And it wasn't really an event, and it was a throwaway joke in a lot of ways in the way that she died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, no she, <laughs> it was just really <laughs> awful. Um, but, but yeah, a lot of people have stopped watching since then, and some people that we talk to say, yeah, we don't watch it anymore. But there are some real gems in there since Maude Flanders has died. Not spoilers. Be, not also. because. Forgot to say spoilers. Oh, yes, there will be lots of spoilers this yeah. episode. Yeah. That does, will not take away from your viewing pleasure, and we will try to not to spoil so many of the jokes because a lot of that is what makes The Simpsons The Simpsons mm-hmm. are the ways, the surprises that they bring up and the way that they take things around and do things <laughs> with the jokes. I didn't realize I left a sentence hanging there for a second. That's okay. But for whole episodes, The Simpsons are known for, like when you think of a season of The Simpsons, you think that there's going to be a couple things you're going to see in that season. You're going to see now one or two anthology episodes, Halloween, Christmas. You're going to get a Simpsons go-to blank. You're going to get um, several celebrity guest voices. And Chris has made this lovely list of the things we can expect from good Simpsons episodes. Well, and what they mean. And we have seven modes. Today. Seven modes today. Seven modes. Well, the, the best Simpsons episodes <laughs> are, do not take part in one mode. Mm-hmm. The best Simpsons episodes are the ones that live in several different modes within this Venn diagram of structure and all, the, all these things that they play with. So um, should we just list them? Yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> Rochelle's ready. Yes, you should. <laughs> okay. So we have our first mode, which is examining a familial relationship. So where you go into, it's a Homer and Lisa episode, or it's a Bart and Marge episode, where it really spends its time working on one specific relationship. So it's not something happening to the whole family. It's exploring these two characters together. Mm-hmm. So M- Mode two. You get the fixed points in time using the uh, specific time travel <laughs> definition of this. Which uh, is rare in cartoons true. because the fixed points in time, sometimes they're able to erase history, principal and the pauper. Mm-hmm. If we have to say one, that was I not. I don't like to talk about that one. Well, they don't either. <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it was going to be a fixed point in time, and it's been washed away mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. There are things in the later seasons that completely refute mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the truth of that episode. And there are a couple things that do change over time, despite the fact that Bart has been in fourth grade forever, which would be believable. 27 but years. Lisa's also been in second grade forever, which is not believable. For 27 years. 27 years. Um, so you get. Krusty getting framed, who shot Mr. Burns, they refer to a lot, mm-hmm. um, character deaths. Maud Flanders. Mm-hmm. Maud Flanders. In one of the recent episodes this season, you haven't seen it yet, sorry. Um, I think it's interesting because, like, the, the Simpsons, the joke is that they don't age, no one in this world ages, yes. but the quickie mark gets destroyed. Um, 
I won't spoil how. I think it's clever. Um, <laughs> but then out of nowhere for being gone for like 10 seasons, Apu's younger brother Sanjay's back and he's like, oh, I'm going to retire and leave my share of the Quickie Mart to my son, Jay Sean, who in like an early season is like a little toddler. Yeah. They leave in the Quickie Mart. And now in this episode, he's like a college graduate hipster. And I thought Sanjay was dead. I don't think... Well, he wasn't in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like Sanjay's now retired, and, and Jay Sean's part of it. talk about Sanjay being dead. The, okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's He's right. We, we watched that, the one where they were in the future. Lots of them are dead that's, in the future. Okay, never mind. But despite the fact that no one ages, we now have Jay Sean aging, like, 20 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, fixed points in time. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> there are some that are fixed points in time. Uh, mode 3, wibbly-wobbly... Narrative structurey, where you <laughs> now where explain you, it. <laughs> where you play with the structure. So uh, these are the episodes where there are flashbacks inside of inside of flashbacks, or they they tell a story episodically. Mm-hmm. There are a couple different ones like trilogy of error, mm-hmm. um, or oh, the seemingly okay. never ending story, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which we'll talk about. But um, where it's they're playing with the way that story is told. It's not just a, a straight, ordinary way of straightforward storytelling. Number four, of course, because it's The Simpsons, potent quotables. These things that we still say to this day. Doe. Don't have a cow man. Nobody says that anymore. I don't think, they always make fun of how Bart doesn't say that. <laughs> well, excuse me, doctor. <laughs> Um, she's a resident expert. She would know. She Linguistically. Is. Linguistically. Yeah. What people say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, of course, there's other stuff that, like, you as an individual may stick with as far as potent quotables go. I'm trying to think of a good one for me. What's Curse those handsome that? devils. <laughs> um, inflammable means flammable? What, what a, a country. country. <laughs> that one's always stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Whenever something goes bad, we say, can't catch a break. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. (laughs) (laughs) Always. And if you watch some of the episodes we talk about today, you too will get the jokes with these. (laughs) You too can say things and then laugh knowing that you've said something from something. And that no one else will watch the last half of the Simpsons televised run. (sighs) Pop culture references. What about pop culture references? That's part of the. That's po- part. That's part of potent quotables. Just the the. Would you say like the zingers, the one-liners, throwaway? Mm-hmm. My um, pods. The what? They have my pods. Keep my pods. Of iPods, instead of my iPods. iPods. Maple. Um. Yeah. Steve. Mobs. Mobs. <laughs> yeah, re- rewatching rewatching the Homer episode. I know we're not there yet, but the the entire first five minutes where they're at that um, animation convention is oh my just. God back-to-back references to anything and everything. And Mm -hmm. if you blink, you will miss them. Yeah. Simpsons is a reflection of our time. And fortunately or unfortunately for the Simpsons, they've had almost 30 years of time to reflect. (laughs) So sometimes uh, it's a little painful look back on what they're reflecting. But what's interesting is now they're able to reflect upon themselves. Mm As the as themselves being a pop culture <laughs> reference, so those are the fun ones where you get really um, meta, and mm-hmm. that goes with um, the wibbly wobbly narrative structure. Oh yeah, it's when you realize, oh, we're we're doing an episode of The Simpsons. Let's 
make a comment on that. Mm-hmm. Um, fifth mode, guest star palooza. Woo! Where you have guest stars. Tony Blair, Lady Gaga, other people who Weird are Al. <laughs> Weird Al on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah. Weird Al, like, once every three seasons. I love when Albert, whenever Albert Brooks is a guest because you know it's, <laughs> he's going to say something random <laughs> that wasn't in the script. Well, they don't even give him the script. I don't yeah. think. I think, I think they just say, here, Albert Brooks, this is your character. Come up with something. Just come up with something. And Albert Brooks is brilliant. I mean, the Scorpio episode alone with Albert Brooks. Classic. Pre-Mod Flanders, but a classic for our pre-Mod Flanders list. <laughs> when that happens eventually. Yes. Um, mode 6. Parody slash satire, which um, I think lends itself to a lot of the trilogy episodes, the anthologies, Treehouse of Horror. Um, just thinking about the wibbly-wobbly narrative and parody satire and the Simpsons reflecting on themselves. In a recent Treehouse, and this isn't on a list, so it's not a spoiler, um, the Simpsons meet a ghost version of themselves in the Tracy Ullman shorts almost 30 years mm, ago. I forgot about that, yeah. And I'm like, this is a great seven-minute episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, Treehouse of Horror is also ripe for basically any fantasy, sci-fi, or horror movie made in the last 30 years has a Treehouse parody of it at some point. Um, and musicals when they do a musical episode, like oh, um, the one where they did Evita with Lisa. That was on the my list. Pearls. It pearls. didn't make our list as a as an episode, no. but I love that episode. Yeah, the president wore pearls. Yes, Lisa becomes student body president and sings about it the entire time. Um, basically, when you think they're just going to do one joke, but then it's a whole episode of jokes is mode six for the parody slash satire. Mm-hmm. And then mode seven, the Simpsons are going to blank. blank. <laughs> so a travel episode. They go to Africa. They go to Brazil, mm-hmm. which Australia are very angry about. Um, yeah. I actually Brazil looked episode. it up. There's there's a list online of all the places the Simpsons have been to or have mentioned going to. There's like a vacation itinerary, and they've only been to twenty states, named. Not counting their own, whatever that is. Kentucky. You think it's Kentucky? Well, they well, say it in the Behind the Laughter episode. You can't take Behind the Laughter as an episode as canon. Uh, Marge is giving their address at one point and is saying, Springfield, Ohio, mod. <laughs> I'm sticking with Ohio or Oklahoma. Well, it Probably does border Oklahoma. several, uh, given the movie, on the states that it borders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's geographically impossible. <laughs> I just like that it's maybe a 51st state. A 51st state. It's Puerto Rico. No. <laughs> Springfield is in Puerto Rico. I'd, I think some Puerto Ricans may, may take issue with that. Yeah. Oh, well. So those are our seven modes that we're going to talk about today and how they combine to make our good episodes. Familial relationships, fixed points in time, playing with narrative, quotables, guest stars, satire, and The Simpsons go to blank. I think that's good. Yeah, that's our recap. Now, as we go into our list, if you think The Simpsons stopped being great after a while, you're right. But it did not stop being good. Yes. Until season 20. True. And then there are lots of highs and lows. Yes. So take that with some... Some grains of salt, multiple grains, maybe a shaker. A handful. I think what they've had, they, consistency hasn't been up there. No. 
No. Um, this season alone. Pendulum swing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pendulum swings. It used to be that you could forgive a lot. And I, f- I feel like the pendulum swung a little bit more consistently. I don't know what it's was stuck. going on. The pendulum is in a clock on the Titanic, and the <laughs> pendulum is stuck mostly in the down position as the ship is sinking, but occasionally manages to get one second tick in the upward swing. That was harsh, man. Wow. It's, uh, I, with love. I say that with love. I mean, I say that also <laughs> with my favorite of our list um, being from this season. And Which I think one of the greatest Simpsons episodes ever made. Putting it out there, season 27, one of the best. We'll talk about that one last. Thank you for the rewind. Now, we have, we've come up with a list of 10 that you can go and watch. If you have Simpsons World, that FX Now mm-hmm. app, or get out your DVDs. Or any of the many... Options for watching The Simpsons. Amazon, iTunes. Any day between 5 and 7 p.m. on Fox. And just hope that it's one of these. (laughs) Just hope it's one of these episodes. So, should we just give the big list? All of them at once? Well, when we went through a list, we came up with a Mm. list of 30 or 40 episodes. More than that. I Um, I looked at a lot of greatest lists online, and we put in some of our own ones that we liked. Just kind of looking at what people generally consider to be good, plus ones that we thought were good, and then we each marked our favorites on there. So we took all the ones that we think are good, um, just in general, then we whittled it down to each one of us came up with 10, and now we get to see where those all line up. Mm -hmm. So we came up with uh, three episodes where the three of us linked up only (laughs) out of that whole list (laughs) the whole list of us picking 10 episodes there are only three episodes that the three of us had a consensus on were worthwhile being on the list but they're all great but they are all great um those are um we have homer h-o-m-r which is season 12 episode 9 and that's where Homer becomes smart after removing a crayon from his nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've made it that far into The Simpsons, you know what I'm talking about. Splendiferous episode. Then we have uh, Trilogy of Error, which is also season 12. Um, 12 was a good episode season. Episode 18. <laughs> uh, I just want to quote these as we talk about them. <laughs> and I'm resisting. Then there's the Mona Leavesa. Oh. oh. Season 19, Mega spoiler 19. here. Yeah. Sad spoiler. That is... Say um, it. Say here's it. a spoiler. Mona Simpson dies, and that's Homer's mother, who's an occasional guest star and was rarely in the series before Maude Flanders dies, and then had more regularly appearances. More she regular appearances. five appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like on the run for the law. She's an activist hippie. Yeah, activist hippie. She was in trouble for trying to blow up Burns' power plant when she was little or something. And now Homer works there, which I thought was good irony. Um, and then it's not, believe it or not, Mona Leavesa is not the final Mona Simpson episode, but she dies in it. So, well, let's look at that. So Homer, <laughs> Homer episode, um, Homer becomes smart mm-hmm. after they remove the crayon, which allows him to do what? 
he bonds with Lisa. Yes. He appreciates Lisa and how smart she is and what she has to go through because he's experiencing discrimination because he's smarter than all of his friends and coworkers. And so he understands that. Um, and so that's part of mode one mm-hmm. in there. Um, but it's also full of potent quotables. Oh, yeah. So it's part of mode four. Come on, Marge. It's you to us, not you to you. <laughs> It's one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> one of the best lines in any Simpsons episode <laughs> ever. Um, and I think those are about it. those are the only two modes that those go through. But it's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's an off-the-wall thing to realize that he's had a crayon up his nose, stuck in his brain, and that's why he's so. What explains where Lisa Smart's come from? Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't mean to knock Mard, but she doesn't have exactly a high IQ either. And then you just have Lisa, who's this brilliant child, and like, oh, Homer was going to be smart, but did a Homer thing and stuck a crayon up his nose. Which is his tragic flaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sticking crayons, but his tragic flaw <laughs> is doing things such as sticking crayons up his nose. Yes. <laughs> the explorator. Yeah. But, but I also love the, the explanation for why we've never noticed <laughs> the, the crayon lodged in his brain of the numerous head x-rays and... Do tell. Well, Dr. Hibbard just walks in. They're not even in Dr. Hibbard's office or hospital. He's in like a research facility because he's undergoing random testing for money, whatever. Oh, I can explain that. (laughs) Yeah, Dr. Hibbard just walks in and he grabs the x-ray and he holds it up and his thumb happened to always be over the one spot where the crayon was. And he goes, I'll see myself out. (laughs) It's like, like, well, we have to explain this. There and let's do it in the most Simpsons way possible. Really? Yeah, it just calling attention to itself is completely ridiculous. But mm-hmm. it also then ended up having a lot of heart at the very end mm-hmm. with the letter that Homer writes to Lisa yes. about mm-hmm. why he's deciding to put the crayon back. Yeah, I can't do it's, this anymore. It's, it's too hard to be smart in today's world. I have such respect for you, and I'm not strong enough. I love the Homer-Lisa episodes. They're the strongest because that's a relationship you don't get to investigate. And it's always nice to see Lisa open up. It's always nice to see her open up because she's always so closed off in a lot of ways and not allowed to be who she is and everyone else usually setting her down. So when she gets to be cultivated and let her Simpsons-ness out. Well, I think Lisa is really the heart of the Simpsons. Because she's smart, sarcastic, like all the writers, but she's also getting used to the world that she's still in because she's in second grade. When you treat her as doing both of these things, I think that's when you get some of the best of The Simpsons. When you remember she's a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you remember that she and Bart are children. Yeah. That's when The Simpsons does well. She's not a senior in high school taking AP level classes. Right. She's in second grade. Well, there was a time she was in college randomly. Oh, yeah. Well, she pretended to be in college. Except for that one episode, and then the magnet school episode, and when she goes to the wrong school episode. Except for these times, she's a little girl in second grade. But I, but that is true. <laughs> you do get to play with her, but you do forget who she is at her heart. You know, that's, and that's the thing, is each of the characters have what they're best at and what they're what their what drives them mm-hmm. but then there's the reality side and when the reality side of them 
comes up against the cartoon side of them is when it gets yeah. fun and interesting. Well put. So, I, I just, I love Lisa. Happy birthday, Lisa. Oh, I'm so getting sweet. off track now. Yeah. Let's talk about our next so one. Anyway, Trilogy, Trilogy of, of Error. Error. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this is, mm, in my head, this is a classic one, which is why I was surprised it came after Mod Flanders Dies. Yeah. And I realized n- most people haven't seen this episode. I think this is classic Simpsons. I thought it was later than it was. Really? I, I thought it was later I than it was, I didn't realize it was so early. Ah, brilliant. This is this gives us Linguo the Grammar Robot. That Lisa designs. Ah, and we just come off like talking about how Lisa's in second grade, and now we're talking about an episode where she invents a robot that corrects grammar. <laughs> this is also good. Yes. I know we're contradicting ourselves in this podcast. No, it stays true to her. Yeah. But the fun part about Trilogy of, of Error is its narrative structure and breaking it apart into one big story told from different characters' points of view. And each time we get Ned Flanders shouting, Son of a Diddly, as his mailbox gets ripped out of the ground. <laughs> Son of a Diddly. <laughs> Son of a Diddly. <laughs> um, Trilogy of Error, I think, is great because it gives us Homer's story... Lisa's story and Bart's and story. Bart's story. Mm-hmm. We don't get a Marge story, but she is involved Integral. in all three of them. Yes. Yeah, She's she is. kind of like the little linchpin around which they all. Which... I feel like really this whole thing is a Marge story of like being the mom of this crazy family and trying to manage it. Oh, her. yeah. Well, I think that's what Marge. I think that says everything about Marge mm-hmm. because she is what keeps everything together. If you lose Marge, the rest of them are insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. Of them are insane. She keeps them together. They have a murderer as a baby. Um, <laughs> yep. So in this episode of our modes, we get our narrative structure we play with. I think we have three. We also have potent quotables, mm-hmm. and we have several family relationships being explored. Guest stars also. Were there guest stars in this one? Frankie Muniz was the little boy at the wrong school. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> Fat Tony. I mean, I, I, I he, Fat Tony's he's, a guest star. He's, well, he, he gets a he gets a guest star credit. He's a credit. frequent guest yeah, star. Yeah, he's a freak. He, he gets a guest star credit in the Show credits. Ma- John and is this Joe Fat Tony or Fit Tony? This, this, is, fat Tony. this is Fat Tony. This is Fat this Tony. This is Fat Tony. <laughs> he's not fit yet. I think we should, we're going to have a whole cast of bad Simpsons ripoffs by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that wouldn't be wise. Glee. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I think, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know what else to say about this one. I love this one. This has my my Dr. Nick line of inflammable means flammable. What a country. And it's the joke is revealed in sections, which I love. You first mm-hmm. see Dr. Nick's clinic on fire. And then you see how it catches fire because like a wheel with rockets lands on a <laughs> tank of oxygen that says inflammable. It says, don't worry. It's in it's inflammable, and then the yes. explodes. And later on, you see him saying, "Inflammable means flammable." <laughs> it's like the opposite order of a joke you typically get, and you just get like, "Oh, Doctor Nick's clinic is on fire." That makes sense. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and then you find out how it happens. <laughs> oh, Doctor Nick. Speaking of erased fixed points in time, I assume everyone has seen until Maude Flanders dies and the Simpsons movie. Where Dr. Nick dies, but then is not dead. I I feel like a lot of people came back to The Simpsons because of the movie. 
It brought a lot of people back. So a lot of people who stopped watching watched the movie. It was right around yeah, season 20, such though. A, yeah, and that season was so bad. It was. It was terrible. It's like they probably, used all their energy making the movie. That's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. I, they, they think they stretched themselves, put all the good stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and that um, was the first time they released the the DVD set, like, right around in time for the movie. Because they wanted it out, and there was, like, no... Commentaries, no special features, and all it was the just the episodes. All the Simpsons and since nerds then, were like, <laughs> the DVDs started. I love this about the DVDs. The DVDs started like those big, thick box sets oh, with like yeah. full discs for everything. Right, and then they, were and the they went heads. down to the, they went down to the thin discs and the heads with the commentary, and then they went to Blu-ray and the thin disc heads. And now that discs are going away, they've stopped releasing them on DVD. So we have like through season 18 released. 17. Through 17 mm-hmm. and season 20. We don't have 18 or 19 or anything nope. after. And that's just the end of Simpsons on DVD. Done. You, nope. you have to purchase it via whatever thing sells it digitally. Or iTunes, have Amazon, a never-ending subscription yeah. to FX. I'm just waiting for that to be over so I can buy the complete collection. That's my theory. Do you think they'll do that? I'm going to spend $500 doing it, so I hope they will. Star saving. Take uh, note. Take note. Simpsons writers, are you listening? Well, like the writers have any control over <laughs> what kind of... They bite. I doubt it. Algae. You need to... Mr. Groening. Yeah, Grayning. you need to appeal to Matt Groening, I think. Um, so our third episode, much later, season 19, before the dip of season 20, Mona <laughs> leaves a, which is... I think this has a lot of the spirit of Futurama's episodes, actually. In what way? Because um, it's like funny, 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 heartbreaking, oh. funny, funny, funny. Which is true. Uh, I, I think this is what Futurama's done, thing. too. Yeah. I think so. Futurama's... The first time done. Futurama's undercutting of undercut everything, though. Mm-hmm. So if it was heartbreaking, they immediately had to find a way to undercut it. There there were some none. Well, there, but to varying degrees, but... This was one where they let a painful moment Limit. and the be Simpsons painful. just sit there and be painful. What's well, a commercial break? Right. You get which, to reflect on it. Which makes it even more. It just suspends it even longer. So time just lasts at that moment. This. For those of you who don't know, Mona Simpson comes back. She says, Homer, I want to be in your life. I'm done running from the law. They're no longer after me. It's been too long. And he's like, no, Mom, you weren't there for me. I don't want you here now. And Marge, and they're like, oh, you should patch up. And she's staying with them. And Homer's a bad dream and decides to go apologize and goes downstairs in the middle of the night to talk nope. to Mom, facing away at the fire and goes, Mom, I'm really sorry about what I said. I'm, I do want you in my life. And he goes over. Mom, are you sleeping with your eyes open? And then we get a cutaway to just the well, roof of the house. Well, before, before that, he touches her and she just ever so subtly, her head... Tilt like oh it's oh, very it's yeah. very subtle like you know, I mean he's still going mom yeah we just get that mom. quiet mom and then there's a commercial break and you just I'm tearing up a little bit now like <laughs> I I love this episode and then I think that it's also it hits traditional Simpsons ridiculousness um, oh a mode we didn't keep in was playing with what state they're in we should have done that well that's not a full mode it's not a full mode but yeah they're like we're gonna go we're gonna go to Springfield Monument Valley (laughs) they're like in the (laughs) middle of the desert all of a sudden because we don't exactly know where they are they they can have an ocean and a monument valley and a mountain and gorge a gorge gorge, everything every geographic feature in America Um, so we get familial relationships but outside of the normal we get Homer and his mom Mm -hmm. in this episode 
Um, fixed point in time. Very fixed point. Guest star. Yeah, that's true. Guest Good star. Close. Mm. Oh my. So, uh, I just, I just get so. The ending sequence reminds me of Futurama. Oh, it's with a the, very the flashback of like all the, the Homer mom moments. Uh huh. Oh, the one when she's walking away crying as he's going to bed. Uh, it may, it makes me think of the one with uh, Leela in the orphanage and the parents' yeah. tentacle and hand keep coming out to help. Yeah. Anyway. That's exactly it. Yeah. Mm. It's very, it's very much reminiscent of that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very much. I mean, the, both of those ended the episode. There was a family taking care of. I speak in gesture, which doesn't work very well in an <laughs> audio podcast. That's why I always say when I'm making air quotes, I just I voice over my gestures now. <laughs> I'm making air quotes to demonstrate that I'm saying air quotes while I'm doing them. Well done. Thank you. Um, should we move on to the things that two of us agreed on? So Behind yeah. the laughter! So those were the three that all of us said were great. So if you only watch three Simpsons episodes... Plus this, our special one at the end. Today. If you only watch three episodes today, those are the three to grab. Then mm-hmm. you're missing out because there are so many more. But also yeah. there are lots, lots more. Yeah. But wait, there's more. So then there are how many? One, two, three, four, five... Five that two of us agreed on. Five that two of us agreed on. Mm-hmm. Um, which are, if I can find my list here. Here, um, I'll read them if you can find them. Okay, I'll, I'll get the episode numbers. So, um, Behind the Laughter. Season 11, episode 22. That's our earliest one on the entire list. It's season 11, but Maude was still dead. Yeah, this is the right. finale of season 11. Right, and it's an amazing <gasps> episode. Which makes the end of that episode even funnier. I forgot about that. What? Oh. At the end. We'll get back to it. Yes. Remind me. Okay, we'll remind you. Um, so, Behind the Laughter, Three Gays of the Condo. Ugh, season 14, mm-hmm. episode 17. Uh, the Italian Bob. Which I forgot how much I love that one. Season 17, episode 8. The Seemingly Never-Ending Story. One, two, three, four. <laughs> season 17, episode 13. And 500 Keys. Um, which I added to this list because I love it. Season 22, episode 21. I forgot how good that one was. Oh, so good. When we rewatched that one. Mm-hmm. That... We'll get back to the one. Let's let's kind of... So behind the laughter. Yeah. How does it end? I forget. Um, well, well, first first you have to know what it is. Um, oh, yeah. It, the the <laughs> VH1 used to do that behind the music where they would... Um... What is VH1 again? <laughs> yeah, no. Six is reflecting on their time. <laughs> Six is reflecting on their time. Okay, so it's a parody of the behind the music. So they're doing behind the laughter, which they're giving the backstory, inside scoop, the dirt, whatever. As if the Simpsons were... was a family who created the Simpsons, the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so at the very at the very end of the episode, um, they're watching the the Simpsons are standing next to like I guess it's the guy editing the the parent episode, and the guys and he and he leans. I can't even. Oh, yeah, I, can't even I forgot this. And, it's and, like the and, Simpsons and go like, to. The, the, narr- the narrator's like, they'll be, they'll be bringing the laughs for years to come, or something silly like that. And then Homer leans into the editor and goes, "This is the last season, right?" <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Which, as a season finale, as a season finale, everyone's doing what? Yeah. <laughs> Rarely do the Simpsons do like a season finale thing anymore. We get mm-hmm. who shot Mr. Burns behind the laughter, and that's really it. And yeah, I think that's a good season finale one. Uh, my favorite moment of this episode was 
each time they come back from commercial break, they has like a little behind the music style like cue card. Yes. And they have words pop up. And one is, uh, I have to find it because I think it's funny. Sex, drugs, fame, Millhouse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. And I, I do love the one, the moment that I love from that one is the where Homer chokes Bart for the first time oh, yeah. on camera, air yes. quotes. <laughs> so, and then they realize they, the, they all start laughing and they love that. And Homer's little voiceover on that is, and that horrible act of child abuse became one of our most beloved running gags. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is true. It is yes. absolutely true. It is a horrible act of child, child abuse. abuse. And, and they not, rarely do it anymore. They do. They really. They do bring it, it out now and then, but yeah. they very rarely do it. Only for the real good moments. And if they're going to make fun of it. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of elaborate choking now. Yeah. As a father, like, there was a point where I was watching just like, horrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... Does is there that fatherly feeling of wanting to strangle a child? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Not really. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> not not strangle. strangle. Send to your room for like a week. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit. Walk away and cool down. <laughs> it's a little bit like when Batman is interrogating the Joker in the Dark Knight. And the and Batman has this rule, and he knows he can't cross that line. And the Joker keeps baiting him, and he's just like, "Ah!" And the Joker says, "You have nothing you can threaten me with." <laughs> it is like having a that's what it's him. like. You see your child as the Joker, and you're Batman, apparently. Well, I mean, he's Batman in other respects. I am. <laughs> oh, I said I would never do the voice again. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I promise that. That put a nickel in the jar. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, um, our Rats. next two-person episode, Rats. Three Gays of the Condo. Um, I have a special attachment to the gay episodes of The Simpsons. Why is that? Oh my god, I have no idea! <laughs> um, anyway, for a long time it was like a very subtle thing. There's of course... With um, Waylon Smithers. Yeah, with Waylon Smithers, who I think has finally officially come out, or is about he, to officially come out. He's about to. Yeah, officially. It's always been implied and obvious, but... In fact, in this episode, there's a moment where they see him. Hi, Waylon. Is this that Mr. Burns you always talking about? He's such a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Comes out of me. Bad Simpsons character impressions. Um, One of the things I love about this episode is it introduces to us, to the world, Julio, who's a background character in The Simpsons you don't see... If you haven't seen an episode with Julio in it, you have not seen The Simpsons. He's just the the really, really, really out and proud background gay character when they need someone to say something sassy. Voiced by Hank Azaria, which... <laughs> it's basically his character from The Birdcage. Yes, yes it's basically Agador Spartacus from The Birdcage. It really is. Which is what makes it so great. <laughs> You're welcome, Mind kid. blown, having just seen The Birdcage for the first time. What? I know. Let's talk about that another time. <laughs> so disappointing. Um, so three gays of the condo. That. That's crazy. It's familial relationships. We get Homer and Marge. We get satire parody because it's our f- first like real parody of gay culture in The Simpsons. Also, Ooh. we get Weird Al who has a parody. Yes, a, <laughs> so a Weird parody, Al parody of Weird Al parodying himself. And there have been gay episodes of The Simpsons before now. Don't get me wrong, but it's about that relationship with gayness, 
not about gay culture. But it's also Homer True. had his first relationship when John Waters was yeah. a guest. That's mm. what that's what I was just thinking yeah. about. Go ahead. No, I was just Yeah, so when John Waters was a guest and Homer was afraid of him and afraid mm-hmm. of Bart becoming, becoming gay. gay by hanging out mm-hmm. with him and which they is an, took him to shoot a reindeer. Oh, oh dear God. It's an excellent episode. That's one of those basically any Christmas related episode of The Simpsons. No, I don't want to say that. Many Christmas related episodes <laughs> of The Simpsons are good. Um so it, so Homer's being able to live with two gay men mm-hmm. and find them as friends just shows some character development there mm-hmm. in his relationship with... It's true. And the change of our culture. And we, after this, whether it's because of this episode as a fixed point in time or because the Simpsons reflect their time, there's a lot less um, negative gay humor in the show. I saw... There were a couple episodes I rewatched before this where there's like a couple like throwaway, like, he better not be gay jokes. Um... But there's a lot less of that after this episode. Mm-hmm. They're mostly like fun, like, ooh. <laughs> I know. Tongue in cheek. I don't know. What that was. I don't know either. Bad impressions of myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, one of my favorite episodes, because it's such like a ridiculous punchline. And saying the name of the episode really gives it away, which is so sad. But The Italian Bob. Mm-hmm. It, it starts off as a Simpsons go to, <laughs> and they go to Italy. And it turns out in Italy, they go to a town and get stuck anywhere. Sideshow Bob is the mayor. <laughs> so it's a guest star. It's a Sideshow Bob episode. It's the Simpsons go to blank. Um, and this is one of those fixed points in time because this comes back because it turns out that Sideshow Bob has become married to Francesca, an Italian woman, yeah. has a child with her name Gino who's even more evil than he is. He's evil at an eighth grade level. <laughs> but also, yeah, thinking about how no one aged. Yeah. Sideshow Bob had a child. He's like a three-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to kill a fourth grader. <laughs> I love that little kid. Vendetta Farfalle. <laughs> <laughs> and this, what I love about this episode is it takes Sideshow Bob and it turns the metaphorical into the literal, where it turns him into Pagliacci, the sad clown, yes. and it gives Kelsey Grammer an excuse to sing opera yes. on The Simpsons. And it's just like the perfect realization of Sideshow Bob, other than Cape Fear. <sighs> Which is pre-Mod Flanders. Not on our list, but Italian Bob I love. Check. I don't know if anyone else has other things they want to love about that episode. No, <laughs> I think just that me? covers everything. That, it's that, made, that okay, you, I covered you, it all. You yeah, well summed done. that up very nicely. Yeah. Tybo. Seemingly never-ending story. Yes, a seemingly never-ending story is the next one. Mm-hmm. Just, it's incredible. This, the, it is seemingly never-ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's Inception get, before Inception. Yes. Right. Yeah. Simpsons get stuck in a cave. They tell stories, and inside each story, another story spawns off, spawns of, off story. of it. And we get so much backstory. So there's so much we learn about. About Snake. Snake, and we learn about <laughs> Mo, and we learn about Miss Krabappel. Oh. The rich Texan. We learn about the rich Texan. <sighs> I get so sad about Mrs. Krabappel. Spoilers if you don't know um, the actress who played Mrs. Krabappel. Marsha Wallace. Marsha Wallace, Wallace passed away. Passed away recently, and her character has been mentioned offhand as being dead in the show now as well. So that's something that's happened since Maude Flanders dies. If you haven't been watching The Simpsons, and it's so sad. Every time, like in this episode, her telling, it's so tragic. She finds Bart alone in a classroom um, f- during the summer and says, Oh, 
and she was going to quit her job as a teacher before she started teaching fourth grade. And says, no, I'm going to stay here and teach this boy to learn. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just tragic. It's tragic is what it is. I wish that she had like a happier no. ending. No, that's not this world. I know. It can't be. No, yeah, we, we, we find out that Snake had been an archaeologist or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Mo and Krabappel were going to run away together. Yeah, Mo and Krabappel were going to run away together. Mm-hmm. Which texts in his OCD. Which He has a thing with getting pictures of children smiling. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite jokes. The way that they tell the jokes in these. It's like, it's like no, left. Left, it's on your left. No, Texas, Texas left, left. Which, which is, is your down. down. <laughs> <laughs> like, those are the kinds of jokes that like get you because this whole episode has just been joke after joke and just uh, then it just gets ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And this did this oh. win an Emmy? This that, was well, nominated for it was something. Nominated. I, yeah, we have to look trilogy of Aaron Homer won Emmys. Yeah, as they should. I <laughs> well, should have. Yeah, this one probably also should have. Um, 500 Keys. Which was one that I had forgotten about. I'd forgotten about that I too. watched it and loved it. This is my original like advocation for The Simpsons being good after Maude Flanders dies. This wasn't on anyone's list that I saw online. Which I, is surprising. I know. Um, and it plays with the narrative of The Simpsons. I'm not sure what else. It's like the Simpsons go to Springfield is like the joke of the episode. Right. And they like need, Maggie locks herself in the car and they need the spare key to the car. And they open up like like we all do, the drawer in the kitchen with all the spare keys. March turns it upside down on the table and an impossible number of keys fall out. And there's a whole bunch of labels. Like one is like NASA. (laughs) It's like jokes about everything they've done in the Simpsons. The key to the bathroom that they put the big piece of wood on to... Keep prevent you from taking it. Well, Homer says Homer these, are all the, these are all the keys for my jobs. And so, <laughs> so it's making a joke of everything that Homer's done before, yeah. but the fact that he still has all these keys, it's like, like his office is. The Simpsons have every key to everything in Springfield. And narratively, what I love about this episode is each character gets exactly what they want. That's the beginning of the episode. Homer gets a key to the beer factory. Bart gets a key to any door he wants to open in town. Lisa gets a key to return to the school to continue being an A student. And Marge gets a key that powers a toy to just make her daughter happy. They all get exactly what they want out of this, <laughs> and it all goes terribly wrong. Oh, the pooter toot. The pooter toot. <laughs> it's a little hate crime on wheels. <laughs> Is it, it rolls past a... It, it, it makes its the, way through town, and it... The IBS support group. The yeah. IBS support group. <laughs> uh, and this is another. It's it's a lot like Trilogy of Error and seemingly never-ending story because there are four, four interwoven stories. stories that all more or less come together. At least the characters come together if the narratives don't. Yeah, Homer gets a blimp. <laughs> the characters end up in the same place. It. Yeah. <laughs> and they all, like, uh, I love that Bart has all these keys for mischief and just everything always goes right. He gets a key to the city. <laughs> He's, yeah, what, what did he say? He's like, all these keys to do mischief. and It keeps going wrong. It keeps, yeah. I keep helping people accidentally. It's <laughs> such a disappointment. <laughs> so, oh, we, oh, I was going to say, then we have one that we want to add for honorable mention. Yeah, that none of us picked. None of us picked. But it's worth watching. <laughs> it's that 90s show. 
which the title ep- is which a episode in is that? Seventy show. Um, that ninety show. I will look it up. Is it's hard because none of us listed it. Season nineteen, episode eleven. Yeah, season nineteen. Good season. <laughs> there we go. Um, where we have a retcon of the Marge and Homer romance. <laughs> because they, now it's the two thousands at the time of this episode, and they have to make. Now Marge and Homer can't meet in the 70s. They have to meet in the, in the 90s, 90s. <laughs> to make it all work. So now they're playing with the narrative that way and just have to fix it because Simpsons has been on so long that without the characters aging, there's no way that the original narrative could work. And it's a decent episode. It's not great. It's decent. But it's important to watch to understand how much the Simpsons have changed in the 16 seasons that you haven't watched yet. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to end with an episode from the current season, the current run. One of the best episodes ever made. As Ken says. Ever. I love it. What is it? It is Halloween of Horror, which is season 27 of The Simpsons. 27 seasons in, episode 4. And it's their very first Halloween episode. And I say that because it's not a treehouse of horror, which they, in fact, make reference to immediately (laughs) in the episode. (laughs) Um, And then they do have the treehouse of horror the following week. So there is a treehouse of (laughs) horror. But part of what I love is, like, they're setting up their their decorated house, and Ned Flanders comes over and says, Oh, Homer, are you doing Halloween again this year? Going to go up to the treehouse and tell scary stories? And Homer says, no, we're doing that next week. Uh, the furniture comes to life. Uh, something, something. And I'm like, psycho with... <laughs> yeah, he goes, psycho with, with um, Muppet, Skinner. Yeah. Yeah, and his mother. <laughs> and then Muppet Wizard of Oz, and I'm I'm Fozzy. And I would watch all three of these, and they do none of them in the next episode. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, that sounds great. Oh. The Treehouse of Horror. Like, psycho with Skinner and his mother. That's a perfect Treehouse of Horror episode. And they didn't do it. And they didn't do it. Um, and Furniture Coming to Life, I feel like, was a couch gag this season opener, as is many, yes. many couch gags. Um, but this episode, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, with Lisa being the heart of The Simpsons, treats Lisa as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And it talks, and it's a Homer-Lisa episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a Bart Marge episode. Right. But it's less mostly, so. less yeah. so. Um, it's more, we started with Homer, H-O-M-R, mm-hmm. Homer-Lisa, and now we're ending with... Homer Lisa. Homer Lisa. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. There's an arc or arc. circle. I think the Simpsons are a circle. They've been arcing so long, they've gone around, <laughs> they've gone around the a other A couple end. times. Yeah. <laughs> a few times. Um, and this, oh, like, I think it's so good. There's so many, like, heartfelt moments. It's so well made. I don't even know where to begin with this episode. Uh, it, one of my complaints is it does introduce something we haven't seen before, which is Taylee. Which is like Lisa originally when she was little had like a little raccoon doll and it was her comfort blanket, and she abused it and hugged it so much that it's now down to just a tail, like a grease-soaked, ratty tail named Taylor. And so when she's scared, she goes back to this, and that's the thing that we haven't seen before. Now they introduced in this episode. That's my complaint. But and it'll never come back. And it will never come back. It will never come back. And if it, it's okay. Well, it can't come back because Taylor. Well, no, because at the very end, oh, Maggie right. finds it, and it magically, mysteriously, horror showily poofs itself back, and it 
you know, yeah. Oh, that's true. I forgot the about that part. The music and the going in on the close up and the. Yeah, oh, I I got it. I, <laughs> I forgot. Taylor does come back. <laughs> we'll tell Taylor come back. My favorite moment of this episode is so there's these pop up goons who are like hunting Homer yes. because he got them fired and they're because the Quickie the Mart turned into a Halloween store. Like it does. No, he he just he just I think opened it's an a additional separate Halloween store. It, it wasn't the Quickie Mart. He Sorry. opened a separate store. And I love that they're new characters, which makes them frightening. Uh huh. They're not Snake because you know Snake will just fail again. It's new characters you don't know who they are. Who are yeah. evil. Um, and so Homer's like at home locking up the house, afraid of the people outside who are stalking him. He says, I'll just whistle a happy tune to pretend everything's yes. okay. And it's like the Halloween theme. And then Lisa's whistling it while she's doing a puzzle. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, great visual gag. And I love it's it's Lisa not being smart until the very end. It's Lisa just being scared and being a little girl until Homer reminds her when they're in hiding, like, I need you to not be scared now. This is real, but we only have one good brain between the two of us. <laughs> it's excellent parenting. And that brings it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, in the middle, we get the, the brilliant Rocky Horror parody of Sexy Drunk Halloween. Yes. Sexy Drunk Grown-Up Halloween. Adult Halloween, yeah. <laughs> Where a lot happens. If you look at the subtext of a lot of those costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want to know what happens at late at night in Springfield. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> well, that goes back to 500 keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of there are a lot of children alone at home. Because <laughs> who's babysitting all these kids? None of them. None of them. Yeah. Oh. Maybe the parents are all reverse vampires. Think of the children! <laughs> that was my I bad couldn't stop thinking about that. Joy. As, as that song was going on, this is how far my brain has changed. <laughs> as that song was going on, it's like, do they all have babysitters now? No. How much do babysitters cost at this time? Are all the kids just alone at home? Can kids be alone at home right now? <laughs> I, I could not enjoy that song because I just was wondering what was going on with the children. You Jack really the has broken you. I am broken. <laughs> Not. Well, they do show, like, silhouettes through the windows of, like, kids being kissed goodnight. So one can presume that, if not their parents, there's a babysitter kissing them goodnight or something. Maybe this is, like, a town-wide block party. And everyone just assumes their kids are going to be fine. Save Probably. us sexy drunks. <laughs> uh, great episode. It is a great episode. Yeah, you just have to watch it. Those are our ten episodes of The Simpsons you must watch. After Maud Flanders dies. And they again, in one order, Homer, Trilogy of Error, Mona Levza, Behind the Laughter, Three Gays of the Condo, The Italian Bob, The Seemingly Never-Ending Story, 500 Keys, That 90s Show, and Halloween of Horror. Just watch these 10. That's all you need for the last 16 seasons. That's a lot. There's other great ones in there. there. There are lots of other great ones, and we might post some of the other ones that we kind of whittled things down to, but that's the 10. Mm-hmm. Like when, when Homer escapes his pledge to PBS by becoming a missionary. Missionary oh, impossible. Save me, Jeebus. I don't even believe in Jeebus. That was on my short save list. Save me, Jeebus. That was so close. <laughs> um, but lots of stuff happens also. If you have stopped watching, you miss new great characters. Shauna Chalmers, the delinquent daughter of Superintendent Chalmers. I love Super her. Nintendo Chalmers. Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> Um, Julio, comic book guy, gets married to Kumiko, which I think is hilarious. 
Um, Edna Krabappel and Skinner. Ah, uh, Edna's gonna marry Skinner, leaves him at the altar. Edna marries Ned Flanders. Edna dies. A lot of Edna stuff happens. Um, okay. Patty comes out as gay. Selma adopts a little baby from China that they promptly forget about for the next ten seasons. Yep. <laughs> she comes back every once in a while. Every once in a while, they need her. Um, fat Tony dies. Fat Tony dies and, and replaced by Fit Tony, who, and becomes, who becomes fat. fat and <laughs> they just call Fat Tony because he's no longer fit. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a fixed point in time that erases itself yeah. within the episode. <laughs> Um, but it doesn't erase itself in the same way because they nope. still treat it as a different character. And mm-hmm. speaking of points that erase themselves, they go to Kang and Kodos's homeworld, which is a terrible episode. <laughs> if you want to watch bad episodes of Simpsons, well, even bad episodes of The Simpsons are still better than some good episodes of some other shows. I, I was going to name some, but it's probably polite not to. Yes. Krusty's <laughs> um, dead. Krusty's dad dies. Snowballs 2, 3, and 4 die. Mm. Uh, Milhouse's parents get back together. Carl Carlson is from Iceland, and they spend a whole episode tracking him down in Iceland. <laughs> so lots, lots, lots of plot. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> showrunner Al Jean has hinted that based on the contracts, they might end The Simpsons after season 30, if not sooner. Mm. And we're on season 27 now. Verdict. Is it worth catching up in The Simpsons? I say yes. I say yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Splendid. For next time, we should do um, our- Homework time. Yeah. That's what you were about to say. Yeah, I was transitioning you into homework time. Why don't you you say it? For homework time, um, for next week's episode, please watch the Looney Tunes classic, What's Opera Doc? What? That's it. I know you're missing out, Dr. Leva. Um, that's our only homework. We're going to talk about just this short for an entire episode and dissect why it is one of the greatest bits of animation ever made. Awesome. Not to be missed. Special thanks to our engineer, Nigel Coutinho. Our theme music by Jacob Reed. Our special guest star and resident Simpsons expert, Dr. Rochelle Riggs-Leva. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> I think you mean woo-hoo. Woo! <laughs> oh, that was too loud. Sorry, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us on the web on Twitter, WG Animated, on Facebook at S- facebook.com slash WG Animated Tumblr, writersgetanimated.tumblr.com. And leave us a review on iTunes if you like this episode. Or if you like any of the 10 episodes of Simpsons we recommend, you're welcome. Please give us a review in thanks. Good night, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, no. Good night. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Was it an hour?